Greetings, everybody. Uh oh. Greetings, everybody. My name is Michael Rosso, and this is Film Photography Podcast, June 15th, 2018. And today is uh, Chock a Block, John. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? A jackpot. Jackpot, like a track of man's a dad. Yeah, we got, every- <laughs> we got everybody here. When I mean everyone, I got, we have everyone. Jackpot. Jackpot. Like a track of man's a dad. Jackpot. We got Stork. We got Matt Mirage. Hey, how's it going, guys? John Fideli. Hey, now. Mark Dalzell. Hey. Mark O'Brien. Hi. Leslie Lazenby. Hello, pod people. And a quick story, probably a long story, <laughs> and a special guest, uh, Mr. Bashir Bassinger. Hey. Welcome, welcome. And folks, folks listening, be what? Who? Who? We've been talking about Bashir. We've been talking. I mean, we've been talking about you in spirit forever, for years. In spirit, because we always go back to stories of when John and I started. Started out in the business. Started out in the business shooting video, but we always talk about Gene Gabelli. <laughs> and say, oh, be Gene, photographer. be Gene Gabelli. He'd be there with his Mamiya M645. Right. And at the time, John and I didn't shoot that format. So we'd always see him, you know, and like licking the rolls, you know, <laughs> yeah. licking, putting yeah. the rolls away. And I, I'd always be like, wow, you know, what is that format? You know, never thinking of actually trying it because... There was no eBay. Mm-hmm. There was no online marketplace. It to was b- just an unthinkable idea. Yeah, like where you would never you buy? A camera where like would that. you even buy it? And if you wanted to buy it, you'd have to buy it new in New York. And then how are you going to use it? Who's going to show you? And who has that yeah. money? Yeah, not me. No, not a thought. So Bashir is here today, and and very very well. It's plain and simple. Uh, Bashir trained John and I. Had nothing to do with the fact that we're shoot, shooting video. Had to do with. Basic training, because I always still say to young filmmakers, "Oh, I suggest you go shoot a wedding." Yeah. Oh, why would it do? <laughs> very good training. Why would I want to do that? Well, you got to think on your feet. You have to hold the camera very steady, handheld. Everything happened once. No yes. retakes. Nope. You have to be on the ball. You have to make sure that your battery's not going to die. That your mm-hmm. tape is. You have enough tape for what's coming up. Uh, that your wireless microphone is working. A lot on the line. It's very nerve-wracking. But it's the same principle if you're the still photographer shooting film. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you have your mm-hmm. film loaded. Oh, yeah. They always jumped in the way anyways. We always got second consideration. Yes. Like That's walking down the aisle, it. they jump in front of the shot. While we're trying to track them, they just jump and shot and hold them and take a couple shots yeah. and let them pass. We never got to do that. And now it's all your relatives get to do that, too. They're in the way of the photographer. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Joe, he's there were times when we were shooting where we didn't know the still photographer, and you knew... From the get-go, that they had it in for us. Yeah. They didn't care for us. Yeah. They were were not going to give us a break. No. Yeah. (laughs) Bastages. But the best story, you've told Mm -hmm. it, I think, on this podcast, is we were shooting a ceremony where there was circular... It's like a double circle. It was a a Jewish uh, wedding. A two-ring wedding? So they had an outer circle that was going counterclockwise and an inner circle that was going clockwise. And in the middle were all these guys holding up the bride and groom on chairs. What do you call that, Bashir, that, that dance? And they hold them up on the chairs. Jesus, I don't know. You know. I mean, I'm listening to you guys. Do you remember this? Of course I do. Oh. Well, this is what you say to me. It's like you and I, I was with you. I was assisting you. and Mike, We were all there. Mike was the second camera, and somebody else was assisting him. And you go, go in the circle. Go in the middle. And Mike's like, oh, jeez. So he goes in there, and I, I remember seeing the front of his camera, and he couldn't get in there because people were moving at a rapid pace. So every time he tried to get in, his horror. camera would go like this and get banged by people. The horror. Right. So they were doing the horror. The horror. So Mike just comes back with this very defeated look on his face. He's like, I, I, I can't get in there. And Dan was like, oh. Bashir was like very disappointed. Yeah. That's great. Number of stories we have. Of course, Bashir told a quick story about stuff I didn't remember and you didn't remember of. We'd shoot video and then turn it into him. And apparently you and I would shoot like secret, like me <laughs> tiptoeing over to like the dessert <laughs> what do they call the Venetian table? The Venetian table. Yeah, some of those were deluxe. Eating desserts, yeah. yeah. It's great. So, And that's where I got the idea that if I ever became homeless, all I needed was a tuxedo <laughs> yes. Yes. and a ride to any catering hall. And you could eat like a king every Saturday and Sunday. People do that. Just act I like you belong. Yes. Act like you belong. Especially you right if they in. hold it, their receptions in a hotel. Yeah. Just walk hey. in. Marge, um, with we're going to have to go uh, out for supper. Let's just go down to... The Johnson party. Yeah. 
It's a good idea. They should make a funny movie about guys who crash weddings. Only they did. Mm, they should. If oh, only. Brilliant that. idea. Yeah. I feel so good when he chokes. Bashir, where did you find us? <laughs> what do you mean? Where did you, like, how did we? You got me hooked up. I yeah, but know. how did we find you? You guys answered an ad. Oh, you ran an ad. Back page. Yeah, okay. That's quite possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I was still in college. No, well, we're out of college. Were we out of college? But young and bold and brazen and yeah. full of ourselves and, <laughs> you know, but you liked our work. Indeed. We I did don't a, have a problem. We did yeah. all right. Well, there was that one dance. <laughs> no. <laughs> one time. The, the news. I knew they were basically a little bit shy. And one thing I tell them, once you have that camera in your hand, you're in charge. Nobody stops you. You become like yeah. a... You're the boss. Yeah. Oh, boss. But, you know, so that, that's my advice today. I say, well, you know, you should really you know, go shoot a wedding or go shoot something professional because I think the training that we received from weddings allowed John and I to go shoot news, yeah. mm-hmm. news coverage, yeah. you know, uh, Gary, Gary's friends. And ESPN and HBO, all right. those press junkets. And you need a certain, I mean, you have Hungry to be Dutchman. able to handle a handheld camera. <laughs> Hungry yeah. Dutchman videos. And yeah. you have to be able to handle people that are under one of the most stressful days of their lives. And their moms. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. oh so uh, we on some jobs we would get a wireless mic. We'd have to go around to tables to get people talking, like yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, say something. Yep. All the well wishes. Yeah. And a lot of the grandparents would always be like, "Is it on? I don't hear anything." Because yeah. they thought it was. They'd be like, "No, sir. It goes right to the camera. You're not going to hear anything." Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't hear anything still. Like, oh, my God. True. Uh, True that. I'd say, dues, I'd say to people, I'm the video guy. I'd say to people, oh, do you mind if I get you all together, you know, to take a shot with the video camera? And they go, oh, yeah. And they all stand up behind the thing. And then they stay still. They think I'm shooting a still shot. So I got people like... <laughs> frozen with smiles on their face. I'm like, no, this is a, you know, you talk to each other, wave, say stuff. Like, oh. <laughs> it, it was all so new. Nobody. All the memories it. Uh, have melded together. So one of the news jobs we did was it you or me that was working with Gary Shin? I was going to say the joke is like, oh, it led to what kind of jobs? Us hiding in the bushes waiting for Madonna to come out of an apartment. Oh, I was probably. I think I was on oh. one of those shoots where you go like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, we're going to be hiding. We're waiting for so and so to come out. Yeah, I remember. Right. One job was. Uh, Oh, we go here and you get a shot of Woody Allen's window. Hmm. That was hot, the hot news when Woody Allen was one of his scandals. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, you go. But still, our training worked because yeah. you got there, you go across the street, tripod really fast because it's New York. And then, you know, we do what we have to do the wide shot. Yeah. The wide shot, tell the push story. into the window. The window close up, pull out. <laughs> you know, and give the editor what pan, they need. Pan the yeah. building up, pan the building. down. Yep. Yeah. All the B-roll. Good times. But the photographers on all of the uh, like red carpet events were always so rude. I remember for Cape Fear, I remember this vividly, Cape Fear, the movie came out with De Niro and Nick Nolte. So we're on the red carpet, and all these people are walking in, and they're like, Nick, Nick! You know, Nick Nolte would come in. They want to get a shot, so they're trying to get their attention. And this one dude next to me was like, Nick, 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 over here, Nick, now, you son of a bitch, Nick, over here! Because he wouldn't stop and give him a shot. He yelled at everybody. Jessica Lang right. and De Niro, who came in like 15 minutes late. He just walked in. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he just shot past everybody. And this guy really let him have it. You mother mama. <laughs> Come on, De Niro. God. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they, were, they were crazy. How about a letter? That'd be good. Mike has a letter. Uh, this is from Brian. This is from Brian. How would you pronounce R O U T T? Route? Yeah, Route. This is from Brian Route. It's about 127 film. He says, Will you be getting more 127 film? Yeah, what's the deal? My the brownie, just read on Flickr about that. Yeah, my brownie reflex is getting lonely. <clears throat> the reflex. I bought, I bought a, a gross of flash bulbs wow. on eBay, and it's going to take a lot more film to get through those bulbs. I'm cons- considering cutting down 127 film from 120. Is there any equipment or process you could recommend? Of course. Well, first of all, the word on the street is that the Rarapan 127 black and white the word on the street is that the Japanese company that produced it was using Fuji black and white film. And since Fuji just discontinued their black and white films, that means that's the end of that. Oh, oh you know, that makes sense because 
I love the rare pan. I think it was Neo. It was uh, the Acros. Of course. Yep. So many people still mourning Acros. But now I'm double sad. But Brian's asking all the right questions because he's prepared to just. He's like, hey, look, can I just cut down 120? I need to shoot with my 127 camera. So you could Google. The Google. uh, Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, Leslie. Goat Hill. Goat Hill. Yes. And they sell. Slitters. Slitters. Yes. Slitters. So you could take a 120 roll of film and in the dark slit it to 127. Will the numbers line up? No. Oh, take an old roll of 127 film and then re-roll it. Now, there's actually a doctor's segment on that, this whole topic. Shall we really? roll into that doctor's segment? The question is, is the doctor in? Oh, the doctor is doctor in. doctor has to put on her uh, outfit. I do. Shall the, I do that right now? Oh, right there. Oh, oh Matt has a question. Oh, just real quick. The yeah. floor recognizes Matt. <laughs> 127, lest people forget, the Ilford ultra-large format special order. Oh. Well, this we're June 15th. Is it too late? No, uh, well, uh, just so they know. You got to know. When is, the, when is the deadline for that? Oh, it's passed. Oh. It passes well, June 1st. It? Uh, it's May through June. You do it once a year. They Every year they fire 127 in HP5. You can order it. You have to buy 25 rolls. Can you get FP4? 127? Only HP5+, plus, but you can get it in 127 format. Wow. Do we need to get back to the doctor's in? Oh, the doctor's in. We, need, uh, we have to commission the uh, music boys. We need, like, uh, a Doctor is in. Like, uh, maybe a take on an old song, like the old Ben Casey song. I, I have no idea what that even sounds like. I will, if I give you a... a, a Absolutely. A, yeah. a peg or something? It's, it goes like this, though. Calling Ben Casey. No way. Da, 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 yeah. There was then, vocals in it? Yeah, 1950s. And then at the end, they said, calling Dr. Casey. Then, like, a big bopper guy came out and said, yes. Stop it. For real. For real. That's crazy. This is how it went. All right. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Well, the doctor's in. Yes. Dr. Lazenby. <laughs> Lazenby. Lazenby. CPC. Patient number two. We've got patient number two today. Patient number two says, I have a camera that requires fill in the blank. 00, 130, 127, 620, 2x3, sheet film, some other discontinued film. Where do I get film? Well, patient number two, it's not that simple. Your camera appears to be functioning well before you invest in this. How about the bellows? Any pinholes in the bellows? Bellows. Can you process this yourself? Mm, Sometimes that's important on these odd sizes. Mm -hmm. Okay, diagnosis for patient number two. Can you help me, doctor? Yeah, buy a roll of something expired off of eBay first. It's going to give you an idea how well your camera's doing as far as pinholes and even if the shutter is opening. Mm-hmm. Then, what do you need to do? You need to go to the FPP store. I'll write you a prescription. <laughs> you can get your 616, 116 at the FPP store. Whenever you find these old cameras, even if you think you're going to junk the camera, save the spools. Mm-hmm. Save the liver. <laughs> What's that from? Do you remember? Night Live, Julia Child. There you go. Oh. Thank you. Yep. And then, as as previously mentioned, you can everybody put in your original teeth, slit your own film from from larger rolls, like one twenty down to one twenty seven. That's why you need to save spools whenever you have them. Yes. If FPP has not produced them yet. Mm. Um, Two-by-three sheet film, you may have to cut down in the darkroom, which you can do that. It's not so bad. Make little chucks for your paper cutter. Mm-hmm. Memorize things. Don't cut your fingers off. And uh, you can do this. So paper number two, chances are everything's going to be just fine. Thank you, doctor. I've got, a, I've, I've got another appointment. Okay. See you later. Wait, can I get refills on my film prescription? Yes, you can. Okay, great. How do I bill you for that? I uh, talk to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this arrived in a box that was we recently received. Hello, FPP crew. Thanks for the information and fun podcast. Hey, no side conversations. Yeah. <laughs> 
I started listening a couple <laughs> years ago and have heard every podcast at least once, and I'm always looking forward to the new ones. I'm retired, and my wife and I enjoy taking RV trips to various parts of the country where I, of course, want to take lots of film pictures. Mm, lucky man. The latest trip was our second to the Savannah, Georgia area for the month of January, uh, ooh, love Savannah. which was very fun, and I can highly recommend it to you and your it's film photographer there. listeners. Great. Over the two visits, I have gotten to know the nice folks at Bay Camera, a place that still processes film from APS to 4.4x5. 4. 4 they also have a great collection of film cameras on display as well as some for sale. Thanks to the architecture and the many beautiful squares in Savannah that also slow down traffic, it is a great city to walk with camera mm-hmm. in hand. Forrest Gump was filmed at one of the squares as well as other areas of Savannah. Yes, it was. <laughs> While I was there this year, I met a retired photojournalist through some friends. He was kind enough to spend two days with me walking the city, him with his like an M6 and me with my M7. Plan to take my Nikon F3P the next year, and he also used one of those for his work and still uses it so we can have a F3P walking day. During lunch on our first outing, he showed me his portraits of the homeless in the Savannah area. Each of his portraits comes with a story, and it was very nice to see them as prints in a portfolio versus the normal phone screen. Well, on a previous RV trip to Mark Twain's old stomping grounds along the Mississippi, I found a Salvation Army shop treasure I brought just for the FPP. Salvation Army. And I'm now finally getting around to sending it. It's a Minolta SRT 245mm lens, 135mm lens, a Minolta flash, and you guys will find a good home for it. And we have processed it, and it's our school donation program. It's in the box. And then he sent us also some Pan F1, a brick of Pan F120, and uh, some other film. Thank you. Do not overlook the box of energy boosters that came from the Kentucky Artisan Center in Berea. Thanks again for your wonderful podcast and the time you spend to do it for us film lovers. Gary Ingersoll. And we have here a box of Kentucky Mountain Moonshine Truffles. That's in the box. Homemade and country proud. Ooh. Pop them all in my mouth. All this is is caused by UFOs. So the only flammable truffles in town. uh, Let's see. This is like you passed around. It's like the scene. Face. It's like the scene from Godfather Two where they pass around. Uh, they pass around like a, a tray with all the gold and watches on it. You ever see that? No. No, I'm sure I have. Why do they do that? Oh, so everybody know. can take one, or they put it on there. So everyone could take like some jewel. Let me scan huh? it out. Oh yeah. Mm. Are they all the same? I think so. I think it's. Oh, uh, it's a meeting, and they're like, please help yourself. The one I had was the same. Moonshine. <laughs> Very tasty. What does the co- cover say? It says Moonshine Truffles. Mm. Kentucky Mountain Moonshine Truffles. Homemade and country proud. Yummy. Yummy. We also have York mm. Peppermint Stop. Patties. Oh, ah. Do, is there a letter with those? We read it yeah. already. So Matt's going to tell us about a giveaway we have today. Oh. oh. Yay, let's give no, stuff away. Yeah, <laughs> you seem pretty excited about it. I was, give I, chocolate away, though. I was excited because uh, we'd been sifting through the mountain yes. of, uh, of donations. Guys, thank you so much for donating oh. all of these film cameras. My goodness, there's so many. Every and now digital. and then. That's what the digital Every now and then, though, we get something that's tested, verified, well-packaged, and this is a complete kit. This is a Minolta Vectus S1 APS SLR system. Yes. And what else? What? Does it shoot movies? Shoots APS film. And a nice set of tumblers. Tumblers for the lenses? <laughs> they fit perfectly. Wow, look at that. They'll tumble for your lenses. The Vectus uh, comes with three lenses. Nice. You got That's really your, sweet. You got your wide standard lens. You got your 28 to 56. You got your 50 macro. That's a great lens. Ooh, I shot with one it. macro. And then the 56 to 170, so kind of wow. all together. You got your bases covered. Mark O'Brien, did you have this kit at one point? I had an S1, and I had uh, the basic lens, and I bought the 50-millimeter the, the macro. And I have prints I made from that, and that macro is a really nice lens. A- and APS. APS, and I would do it in the panoramic mode. And so I'd have <clears throat> these flower close-ups, a whole bunch of them in a row, and see this nice long fo- image. So it was, it was fun. So, yes, you, you folks at home, you can send an email to us, and you could own this. Uh, giveaway at filmphotographyproject.com. Hot foot. It, <laughs> this is a camera system that takes APS film. You can only buy APS film on eBay, 
We have it in the FPP online store. And, of course, a roll of film will come with it. Yes. Uh, it's ready to go. Uh, John's looking at it like, oh. This is interesting. It, it is. It's a nice camera, right? Is it, it's autofocus? It's autofocus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Auto- MF engage button. Like, right what do you call it MF? You press that button, it'll... it'll F for you, John. You look. You well, look like you want to shoot with it's that. It's a. It's a mirror, but it goes along the side and comes up. It's not like a, a prism on the top. Les- oh, they did that with pen. Did they pen do? S. Okay. Mm-hmm. Leslie, for people at home who don't know, what is APS film? You had to ask me. Well, you worked in retail. Okay. APS was a new format of film that was literally thrust down the throat of retailers and people who were processing film. Because the machines would not process this format of film, there was a major upgrade involved. And you chose to do it or not. Now, APS film is a very, very close to 35 millimeter. Without the sprockets, it's different. The sprocketing's different. There are no sprockets. Fits into a cassette. Has one sprocket. Has one. And you just push the little cassette in the bottom of the camera, auto loads it. There's no threading, double checking. No. You never see film. You never see no. film. And if you take it out in the middle of the roll, which you can do, yeah, mid roll replacement. It, you can. Amazing. It is. So you can switch and you from can black shoot and it later, or you can, you know, forget about it and put it in a drawer. And you simply just check the bottom of the cassette. It'll tell you whether it's processed. Because when the film is finished and you do have it processed, it all rolls back into the cassette, and that's how you store it. They send the cassette back with you? Yes, the film is inside of it. And they always said that you can get three different formats. Well, when you shot the picture, it keyed it in on the film as to whether you shot it in the normal, the wide, the panorama mode, the cropped panorama, and that's how the lab would print it for you. But later on, the whole negative is still there. So you could have that crop panorama and have a full-frame print made from it. Hmm. So rather ingenious. Um, The first cameras were very good. There were some systems like this Minolta, but it didn't survive very well. It really didn't. It was made by the Big Five. Made by the Big Five. Everybody pushed pushed it on you? Yeah. Kodak. 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 The Kodak, like, listen. Kodak, see, they're involved in lab. Fuji, because they were involved in lab. Nikon did it, Canon did it, and... Minolta. Minolta did it. Minolta. Those were were your original. Nikon had the Pronia SLR. uh, Right, and they called it the Big Five. Minolta, Canon, and... (laughs) Can. uh, Minolta, Canon, and Nikon all had uh, SLR cameras. They did. Pentax didn't have an SLR, but they had... Yes, Olympus came along and... and Kodak didn't make any cameras specifically? Oh, Oh, they sure did, did. yes. Mm -hmm. I've got the Nikon. Was it the Pronia S or whatever? Yeah. Is it the same idea? What what was... uh, the film that looked like the uh, viewfinder, the GAF viewfinder. What was that? Oh, that's disc film. Disc film. Oh. Is I that just, the same idea? They I just developed that. I developed the roll. Mm-hmm. 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 Big enlargement. Was that also the Big Five pushing indie labs to also change out equipment for that disc? You know, we just didn't get that. We didn't get that. Um, oh, okay. Really? Plus, it was they were really horrible. They I mean, actually something the size of your thumbnail were add-ons. Actually, it's eight. By 11 millimeters. Everybody yeah. I know had so one. Yes. They were in, in my neighborhood. No, they were not. But the originals were very good. Oh, and that's cameras. kind of the Kodak way. When you start off with something like this, your first camera series is very good. Not everybody can afford it. So they crappy-eyes them. Crappy-eyes. You shot with the APS in your college years? Uh, high school, I think, even. Yeah, high school and college. Yep. But I, I was just telling John, I just literally last night, I developed a disc, a Kodak disc oh, at home. Yeah, I still shoot Successfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weak. I mean, the film expired 20 years ago, and it's coat of color, but it's, you know, the negative's kind of weak. But <laughs> and you scan it just... I haven't had a chance to scan okay. it in yet. Yeah, but you just scan it. Actually, you just put just the little on disc the on the glass. Yeah. 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 You, you break the little... Because it's on a little rim. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So you break the rim off it, and then you can just lay the, the negative right on the glass. So for folks listening, if you want to relive the glorious 1990s and shoot with a, uh APS format single-lens reflex camera made by Minolta, it's yours. First come, first serve. Giveaway at filmphotographyproject.com. It's not a drawing. And it's just the first person who gets yeah, in. We only, yeah. Oh, well, so first it's, of all, it's already gone by now, then. There's only going to be two people. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's only been, which so it comes with film five. 
One roll of film. One roll of film. Where yeah. do you get more film if you want it? You get it here at filmphotographystore.com. Oh, who sells it? We have expireds. Oh, so. Yes, or eBay's. Oh, yes. eBay's. But this is the type of thing, first of all, there's no resale value on these cameras. No. APS will be the last film format at the end of time that ever comes back into fashion. Now, it will not or will? Never will. They'll never, they'll never bring Occasionally APS back. Occasionally I get an email asking, will APS, or like I'll see like a post on Facebook, bring back APS. And I kind of just chuckle because yeah. Yeah. it's such a weird forced format. I would yes. call it that. Like, there the, you go. The public didn't want it. Mm. They'll yeah. start making like old Kodak autographic film before they start making APS. Absolutely. Again. Wow, really? Absolutely. And, and I think the other thing that killed it was, apart from the fact it was, like you say, it was Kodak forced on people. It was a fun, there were some fun cameras that came out that used it, but it was right at the beginning of digital. And then if you wanted a point and shoot, people were moving over to, to digital stuff. Or the, the, the other part, it was the 35 millimeter point and shoots became so good yes. yeah. that APS really was irrelevant because you had, you know, they're very, po- like you had something like the, the Olympus Stylus Epic, things like that. They were very pocketable. But your classic Aunt camera, that's yeah. A-U-N-T, you think the APS would have succeeded because your mom, your aunt, uh, your uncle... Your would, mom. Would, <laughs> would want to just pop that cartridge in. Like, yeah. as you said, 35-millimeter point-and-shoots were so popular in the 90s, you know, but everyone still had to pull the film across yep. and load it. Yes. You, what do you th- why do you think, Leslie, doctor... That <laughs> why do you think that it failed? Part of the reason it failed is because the dealers were not behind it. Oh. So, you know, if there's a spiff on something, that's what you sell first. Right. You like it, whatever. If they if they make you mad, you're not gonna push it. You bet your ass we do. That's right, on those <laughs> spiffs. <laughs> Whoever's spiffing, that's what I'm yeah. pushing. It was a lot of it. Well, get it while you can. Uh when we come back we're gonna Talk about, uh, I don't know, something. Stuffs. Stuffins. And then, uh, that yelling in the background is my mother. Hey, everybody, some big news. We're having our official 2018 Film Photography Project walking workshop this year. The dates are Friday, August 3rd through Saturday, August 4th, and ending on Sunday, August 5th. Really? And what town would that be in, Matt? Finlay, Ohio. Lovely downtown Findlay, Ohio. That's Flag right. City, USA. Oh, that's right. Come join us on those dates <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Findlay, Ohio. This summer, go to filmphotographyproject.com. You'll see right on the front homepage the, the link to register. What else, Leslie? The link to register and get more information. Register yes. and Get more information. You do need to register for this event. There is a $25 registration fee. We are having a reception on Friday night where we'll have some goodies. We hope to have some special guests. A cash bar <laughs> on Saturday. Saturday's a big day because there's all sorts of stuff going on. We're going to feed you some breakfast. and We're going to pump you up with some caffeine. And we are going to have our classic, not necessarily in this order, group shoot of everybody there out in front of the mansion. We are also going to do demos for you this year. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have our famous giveaway table. Also going on in town that weekend is something called our Steam Show. But included with the Steam Show is a classic large flea market. You can go down there for photographic opportunities or just fleas. <laughs> Later on in the evening, it starts late afternoon, we have cartoons, cartoons on Main, and everybody from all around brings in their vintage automobiles and parks them. And that's under the street lights at night, so they just have that classic 1960s, just, just cruising, wonderful to shoot. That's Saturday. Sunday, 
Hmm, should I divulge Sunday? Please do. Okay. If you would like to set in as audience on FPP recordings for the podcast, you will have an opportunity to do so. It's even possible that we will give the microphone to you. So it's going to be a jam-packed weekend. This is all in our planning stage. Things could change slightly. We could add some things to it. The important thing to remember is when this does go up, Don't Photography Project's website, that you register right away. Our space is limited. We have always sold out. So it's important to do it early. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to see you in Finlay. Hey, we're back. Time to wake this show up. A couple months ago, I was opening up donation boxes, and I opened up, um, someone had donated an Nikon F3, which we can all agree is a good camera. Yes. Yes. And stuck to the camera was this little note card, and this little note card says, this was my dad's camera, quite the hot setup in its day, now it's obsolete. What? Shots fired. Hope you can use it, period. Hate to throw it away. Oh. Oh. That's a stake through his heart. Pass the knife around. That thing's going to be around when everything else is gone. And he also included a self-addressed stamp envelope that just says camera accepted, or camera arrived safely, that we could just drop in the mail so that he would get a little receipt just to let us... Are you going to type him a a, a big long note? Somebody shoot a Polaroid and we'll all sign it or something. No, 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 but wait. Here's more. Now the story begins. Now we roll the credits. (laughs) So when I went to test the camera, I popped open the back, and there was a fully shot roll of Kodachrome 200 in the camera. Oh. So I rewound it, I took it home, and I developed it, and I got an amazing roll of family fun adventure trip. Wow. And I wanna, I'm going to mail him now in his own envelope. I'm going to mail him the negatives. And, oh. and I'll send him a link that he can look up That's pictures did, and just say, did you just post not one? obsolete. Did you just post? Yeah, the whitewater rafting. Yes, oh. very nice. That's that. That's Kodachrome. So, the moral of the story is, a Nikon F3 is not obsolete. That camera's amazing. That's my daily shooter. You'll word it nicely, though, right? Yeah. Hey. Nice nice family jerk. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to draw mustaches on all the names. Hey, I have your your pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Nice mom. (laughs) But also, you know, if you find find an old roll of Kodachrome, it is developable. Developable. Huh? Developable black and within white. Within the realm of developability. In black and white. Did you use I used Extol. That's Extol. I can't remember your time. 75, 78. 75 minutes? No. No, it was. I did nine minutes at 78. Yeah. Came out great. That's Marks? That's the Marks. Oh, it came out pretty good. Oh, yeah, I pulled it. I actually had it on my screen here. Did you have to wrestle with the black rem? Wow, that's really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. That's that's one of them. And then there was... What happened was don't, don't he brought the Kodachrome to his photo dealer, probably some grouchy mom-pop store. Yeah. Don't make the chemistry anymore. Get out of here before I kick you. <laughs> and it's conceivable, Mark Dalzell, it's conceivable Look. that the photo dealer actually said that to him. This is obsolete. And that's where he came up with that word. This could be. Thanks, Mark. He probably... Ah. Pa- He's probably, he's probably passing along what he was told. No, I, I just think it's that it's that mentality of people who think film is dead. No. Not to knock on uh, mom-pop uh, photo dealers because we love them, but a lot of times they, they do give out misinformation, especially if it's like an older guy. Sure. John's experience firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they not only tell you it's obsolete, but they don't even want to discuss it. Shame. Yeah, it is a shame. We're going to do a little rewind. Okay. How bad was the Remjet? Do you have Non-existent. Trouble? It was gone. It I, I actually, because I'm such a half-assed, you know, developer. <laughs> I, I have a, a two-roll tank. I developed this uh-huh. along with that. There, I also just recently posted a roll of the P- Piranha P30 oh, that I just developed. So Piranha. I developed those in the same tank at the same time because they both were about nine minutes. Piranha. The Piranha. Yeah. Piranha P30. <laughs> so the, the the Piranha and this went in the same tank at the same time. And when I pulled this out, just from the regular agitation, there was no rem jet even left on it, except at the very edges where the where the the oh, uh, reels the had been holding oh, it. Okay. And I just wiped that off with my fingers and hung it up and there you good go. To go. And as soon as it dried, so the funny thing about developing Kodachrome is because it because it thinks it's color film, you're on like your dark orange 
backing, but it's black and white images. So when you hold it up, you have this kind of orangey. So it, it takes a little more color correction, and the, the negatives are a little lower contrast yeah. because you're not shooting but on a clear was, base. So that was how Kodachrome was made. Right. It was black and white film first. But and the, then the colored the dyes are put on top of it. Yeah. Yes, that's Additive. its permanence. That's Additive. why Kodachrome was so permanent and is so permanent. But, you know, there, so, so there are ways. If you get an old camera or you find an old roll of Kodachrome in your grandpa's attic send and you want to see what's in Mark. there. Well, do it yourself. <laughs> Buy yourself an X-Tall yeah, right. or a D76. I've, I've worked with both of them. They both work. That's a good story, by the way. Oh, we're just going to jump right into oh, the camera. That was, thank you for the story, Mark. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, let's talk about this camera right here. Ooh. What is that? This is the, the Miranda Center X. This is where Dodge Ram got the, got the idea for their, for their truck drills. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Um, this is a good old chunky solid steel SLR. These were produced for a long time. They, they were produced. This is, yeah, this is something Dane would have used to like. But, uh, um, yeah, these were, um, these were produced for a long time. They were made... <laughs> Hold on. Excuse me one second, Mark. Well, you got toilet paper? What's what, going what on? What flavor of Diet Coke you got there? Twisted Mango. Oh, Twisted Mango's the best. the best. It's by far the best. Oh. It's very different. We interrupt this uh, uh, camera review to tell you that, he, well, here in the, as a matter of fact, let us know, folks, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Is but this regional? Zinga. Here on the east coast of the U.S., Diet Coke is introduced. Yeah, we don't got this. What's that called? Do you have it, Matt? Twisted Mango. Twisted Mango. I didn't see it. Feisty Cherry. What's that shiznit flavored with? <laughs> Stevia? What is it? All sorts of shit. What's the other one? Oh, blood orange. It tastes so yeah, cherry artificial. Oh, ginger, lime. ginger lime, which is pretty good. Ugh. What is? The ginger lime and the mango. As soon as you you sip them, you can you you want to go for My the. My taste vodka. buds are not acclimated that, to aspartame. That makes a uh, that'll make a good Where'd cocktail. You get them from? I thought they were gone. Not horror. Okay, now. Folks listening, back to our regularly scheduled camera review. Fellas, don't drink that coffee. You'd never guess. There was a fish in the percolator. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Miranda Sensor uh, X. So these these were produced for a long time. They were produced uh, 57 to 76. Uh-huh. There were seven... seven. Variations, like you know, like they all did. Every couple of years, they would update it a little bit here and there. This is this is what I've got in my hand here is variation number two. Um, number two would be like an early '60s model. It it's similar to. It's got some features of the Exacta, the old Exacta cameras, where mm. your the body. It's a weird thing. The body is actually. I forget how to get the lens off. To one of these tabs. The the body has a meter, and it has this little tab. That hooks up with the one on oh. the lens itself, so it's it's a weird, completely proprietary lens mount where the two are linked together here, for your apertures, oh. uh, and then it's got a front shutter release, like the Exactas or like the old Practina, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Practica, Practinas. Um, so it has kind of a different feel. It has kind of it's this was a Japanese camera, Hi. but it has a kind of almost <laughs> like a German sort of design to it. Uh, trivia, if the internet is to be believed. <laughs> nope, don't believe it. <laughs> Fake news. It says that there are two peculiar features of the Miranda. Oh. Uh, and two peculiar features One as of well. them, which, which I just mentioned, they say the, fretter, the front shutter release, which is a little unusual. Mm -hmm. And this has a remove. it doesn't look like it, but it has a removable prism. Oh. Which is kind of like a secret removable prism. Secret. For a kind of a, a budget SLR of the time. That's pretty relatively cool. budget, and then you can use it as a waist level viewer. It's actually pretty bright, yeah, awesome. so if you want to get up close, or if you want, to, so you can use it as a waist level shooter. Um, so that's that guy. Otherwise, it's pretty standard SLR. It's it's bulky. It's got sharp edges. It's it's not super fun to shoot with. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 propaganda said that it had a low noise shutter. Which is not particularly yeah. compared to what? Some Cement of them, mixer? Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> I guess of a late. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I don't know if we have any late. If we have like a like a Nikon F kicking around or something, something from the similar era, but it's not. It's not a particularly quiet camera. But Let me ask you. Um, you got your standard range of shutter speeds from uh, one second up to a thousandth, which is pretty good. Plus bulb. Um, your light meter goes from twenty-five to sixteen. Uh, sixteen hundred. ISO, ASA, which is pretty good. 
Um, otherwise, I don't know what else to tell you about it. How I much went, was it in the day? Do you know? Back in the day, it, it wasn't a cheap, cheap camera. So in the, the, the price back in the day was in 1968. So this was, you know, towards the end of the run, I found an ad that they were, they were selling for $250, which is the equivalent mm. of $1,800 wow. Whoa. in, in uh, current Them's day a lot of So it's not a cheap camera. I have one other thing. If you take off that lens, you'll see there's an interior screw mount. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. That was, and they had they, you could yeah, buy a screw mount, uh, but it's not a standard screw mount thread. It's it's on. Yeah, Miranda made two different lens threads basically yeah. that you could or lens mounts that you could use. Oh, it's very it's just an odd quirky old camera. It de- yeah, it definitely like you said, definitely something Dane would be into. Who was buying that camera in 1960? Hobby. Your mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Miranda. They they disappeared. Everybody named Miranda. They're uh, not that well known now, but Miranda was a was a really respectable camera brand at the it? time. They were, you know, a little step down from Nikon or or the other big guys at the time. But um, now they're they're mostly forgotten, and because they're so Aww. blocky and chunky, they're not really. Mm. Desired. Sawed off, yeah, yeah. They're kind of beefy, and I I went through a little Miranda phase a few years ago, and, and it weighs a ton. A couple, yeah, they're, they're, I want to put it down. Yeah, and it's yeah, uh, it does. Holy crow! You know, the, the other thing is they also don't have a hot shoe on the top. Yeah, yeah. Shoe? What shoe? Bricks are heavy, and so are Mirandas. Yeah, I hate cameras that give you um, a PC port, but no hot, no cold, not even a cold shoe. Like what's John? Excuse me, John. Yeah, what do you want? Um, it has no hot shoe. No hot shoe. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mark, have you shot with it? I have, yeah. There's pictures up online. Uh, this, wait, was this the camera? I just shot the, no, that was the, uh, what did I put through it? I don't know. I just put some interesting film through it, and it's on my Flickr, and you can go look at You tagged it with Miranda? It. Yeah, I forget. Let me, let me look it up. Let me see. So this will be a shelf queen? Yeah, I'll probably put it back on the shelf. I, I, a couple of years ago, I talked about the sensor mat. Which was another Miranda, and it's it's basically the same camera. It's fine, but it's clunky and heavy, and it doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that many lenses for it because it takes such a unique lens mount. I only have two mm-hmm. or three lenses, so yeah, it was it was fun to give it a try. There you go. Thank you very much. Sure. Wait, wait. I'm gonna find that film. What? Okay. Wait, we'll we'll second. wait. Yeah, uh, everyone just sit there. Uh, hold on. It, they don't bring a whole lot of money on eBay, um, but you don't see them that often no. either. Yeah, this this goes for twenty to forty dollars for for a camera like this. The lens I have on it right now, which is a a pretty basic, uh, what is it? This is this is like their prime lens, which is fifty millimeter one point nine, uh, which is what you often find them with. Nice, Matt. What do you got? Uh, I got another shelf queen. Oh, yeah, you got some crazy looking cameras here. So, Aww. why is my, that a shelf queen? Well, you know, this kind of goes back to what you texted me about a few months ago. You're like, "Hey, you got any? You got any really ugly stuff on the shelf that nobody wants?" And I was like, "Yeah, we do. We got a lot at Midwest Photo." Um, so I, I yanked these off the shelf. This is um, a special edition Graflex XL. Oh. So that was a medium format rangefinder, but this is the military standard issue KS98B. Oh, what do you it's, mean? So this is, but not military in the field. More like military cover, like a dinner. I'm not sure. <laughs> huh? Like that wouldn't that wouldn't be like on, in, on army. The, no, those were used in the military. These were military, oh. military. but around the base, not on the no. front. No, 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 no. On the front. Plain like this, stuff. This thing's meant to. Is that yeah. solid enough to go on the front? It's a, it's a oh, not uh, not. <laughs> Not mounted on a plane or a tank. No, on the front. Really, there's like a, a, a man. Front line. The western front. Oh, it comes oh, in a case front. that looks like an ammo case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's got everything. But uh, what's really nice about this camera is it's essentially it's it's like a a really solid Graflex uh, from. Late 60s, so it's 1969 is what the, is when this guy's from. Um, they're. They're shelf queens because they're so bulky, but they're actually pretty valuable cameras. These average about a grand Wow! Uh, when somebody sells them. What's nice about them is they use a really nice uh, lens that can cover uh, 3x4, even though it's uh, meant to do um, 6x6, 6x7, or 6x9. This has a medium format graph lock back on it. Oh. With, and this, I mean, you feel the felt in Where's there. Where's the it's back? Like, it's really, really nice. This one comes oh, with that's nice felt. the, uh, the Graflex RH10 uh, 6x7. You can put 6x9 on it. Now, look at the name on this. 
Singer. This is kind of going into some of the history about Graflex. Toward the end there, Graflex was purchased and all their parts manufacturing was acquired by Singer, who made um, sewing machines. Wow. The the very same Singer. So the same precision they used was carried out through there until they stopped making parts a little bit before I was born. That's why Graflex parts are so hard to get a hold of. But if you can get a really well cared for American-made camera like this, uh, you get some really nice stuff. So we were shooting it around here. earlier today and i think we shot a roll of what like 800 portrait 800 or fuji 800 fuji or a portrait 800 yeah yep. one of the 800 speeds so we'll have some shots to post from it but What's really this? sharp stuff i don't know just to hold on to it i think it's yeah i think it's just like an extra mount for a flash that was like your flash mount yeah so it's, how do you hold this thing if it's all built up like this yeah there was like a the stick oh, flash a was right the there oh, yeah no. so awful but it's really ugly. solid but the, the range finder's <laughs> great on it Mark, um, Mark D can't stand can't looking look at it. it. This was the one that while we can't were, look at it. You know, awful. we were eating pizza this What's, glorious yeah. pizza Friday, uh, and it got like knocked off the table. Didn't matter. Like, right. Well, how do you focus? Focus is. You know what, yeah. John Fideli. So oh. you're in feet right here. I think John likes this camera. It's cute. I got a. It's ugly. It's so ugly. Cute. Got a rabbit in, I'll say. It's like a pug. Like a pug. Holly. <laughs> The pugnacious. Well, he's looking through that. I wanted to. I wanted to say. I knew there was something interesting that I shot with that Sensor X. That was that was the Cinestill 50. Oh, no kidding! That I shot with that. So that was this. These were all shot with the Sensor X. Oh, really? So it looks really nice. Comes out great. John, you look like you'd want to shoot with that. I wouldn't mind. We'll run and roll through it. Oh, Oh. done. It's on. Now the other, the other ugly camera you brought in looked less, looked more practical. It was easier to hold. You want to save that for another show? What show? I mean, I can tell, I, they're they're all queens. They're they're yeah, they're fine. So these will sit on the shelf at Midwest forever? No, hopefully not forever. Um, the parking shutter. Oh, <laughs> here, folks listening. Oh, you got a cock right here. Folks listening can sashay down to Midwest Photo. I don't know if that'll help. Yeah. And they can ask you, hey, Matt, what kind of ugly cameras you got for me? Shelf queens are top row. Top Does shelf. Top shelf Do you stuff. have customers coming in wow, specifically saying, oh, what's that stuff? Oh, yeah. And the, the funniest part is people are like, oh, wow, that's a really nice collection. We're like, no, they all work. Like, we have oh. film for them. This is really hard to use. <laughs> yep. It's well, really it's really hard, hard to break. Use. Do you know so what you the... Focus here, which is tight, and then you got to find the friggin... Shutter up here. What's the model number on the front there? It's the KS98B. Now, was this standard issue like shoot with te- like end of the Vietnam War? Were, were soldiers shooting with this? They they were taking place out in the field. A lot of the cases that they were in look like they are you know well worn and have been places. So wow, been places. Would uh, event photographers use this for like banquets and stuff? I hope not. Okay, yeah, really hard to use. It looks almost like a, something Linhoff would make. <coughs> Well, I'm, you mentioned it. They do have some really high-end, you know, it's it's in the Graflex sinker computer shutter, but really if this just was silver and said Linhoff, you could have fooled me. Yeah. So, like, this is essentially a nice large format, medium format lens. This is just a cone mount system, so anything could go on here. I was looking it up on the Graflex system. There's actually a whole bunch of different um, lenses and cones that are compatible with these. Uh, they take, let's see here. A lot of different lenses. Graflex XL. So they had lenses all the way from 47 millimeter Schneider XL lens all the way up to a 270 um, telephoto lens that could go on there. So crazy number of lenses. Hmm. For snipers. Right. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Matt. It is ugly. I don't want to shoot with that. I think it belongs. It's an interesting camera. Someone give this shelf queen a home. (laughs) Yes, contact Matt. It could be... uh, Somebody who really likes to be challenged. Are you Matt, M-A-T, at filmphotographyproject.com? I'm, uh, I think I'm Matt dot Marash. Oh, Matt, M-A-T, uh-huh. dot, M-A-R-R-A-S-H, at filmphotographyproject.com. Easier one. Yes. You just shoot me in my MPEX email. How's that go? M-A-T. Yes. At uh-huh. M-P-E-X dot com. Ooh. That's easy. way easier. Say, hey, and those are going for a song, as my dad would say. Uh, this Shelf Queen, Yes. Talk it down like you know nothing practically. What kind Whoa. of song? And it got a Davida or a Barry Manilow song. <laughs> I mean, Barry it has to be song? at least a five-minute guitar song. Barry Manilow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. We could squeeze in one more segment in the show. Watch show. Squeeze it. We have a book. Do we have a book? Oh, I do we do have a book? Or I could do a lens. Oh, do a lens. Okay. Yeah, we don't do lenses ever. Well, right? you know, 
sometimes it's good to do a lens. In this yeah. case, I have this Leica M2 which I've had for a while. Oh, this is a good. This is a good story. And uh, I got it when I was helping some uh, selling an estate, someone's camera estate, um, for the, the, the widow and. It was a lot of stuff, and in that estate was this Leica M2 with a 35 millimeter 1.4 Scimitar lens on it, and I go, oh, that's great. So I use that as part of my payment for selling it, because I could never afford it outright buying a Leica. But I always like shooting with 50 millimeter as well. Um, the 35 is great. Um, don't get me wrong; it's it's a nice lightweight lens. It's, it doesn't stick out much from the body, but. I wouldn't mind getting a 50 millimeter for it, but I look at the prices for like a, mm. a 50 millimeter lenses and like they, anything, anything yes. like a is flat like, out, you know, crazy. So last year I saw this ad online or this buzz online about this seven artisans lens. Artisans, um, yeah, no, artisans <laughs> not artisans. They're not a well, um, and uh, it's made in China. Um, it's also called DJ o- DJ Optics, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, uh. so I, re- I read a few reviews about it, and of course people will say, "Well, at wide open, it's it's not terribly sharp." And I'm thinking, "Well, I don't buy oh. something to shoot f 1.1 and expect it to be sharp. Oh. Um, your plane of focus is very narrow." But I like that kind of being able to create that kind of atmosphere with a nice with a lot of blur in the background. Um, so, since I retired um, last year, I thought I'd buy myself a retirement present. Good for you. And I went cheap. This, this lens is $370. And as camera lenses go, that is very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. It's Especially 400 and some odd grams. Catch the big L word on it. But it's, it's made, um, this particular lens is made for the Leica M mount. It also, they have a version of it for the Sony NEX, um, and I'm not sure E-mounts. which. Mm. Which one? That's E-mount or F-E-mount. Okay. Yep. So, um, obviously, if you have one of those, you probably would find more images of this online. There's a whole bunch of images on Flickr where people shot with it. But it is a really nice lens. It came with a in a, in a box with, with um, cleaning equipment and included... Uh, like little uh, cloth gloves. It's like something. It's like they out like it Leica on this, <laughs> and with a, all this nice little cleaning brush and everything. Um, it's a beautiful lens. I'll take off the uh, filter here and I'll pass it around so you get a look at this. There's a lot of glass here, mm-hmm. and it's a. Uh, it's gonna pass around just like the gold phone in Godfather Two. Yeah. The, the gold phone. I'll pass it over to Mark Dalzell first. Um, anyway, it's it's a beautifully made lens. Um, there are, there are no necessarily the the, the stops are, are um, there's no f11 on there they have an f8 and an f16 so it's in between the two but it's a it's a fun lens to shoot with I've gotten some really good images on it and uh, for shooting indoors or in a low light levels I don't think there's anything you can beat it with at that price. Um, certainly, you might be able to find one of those Canon F.095 lenses mm-hmm. somewhere, but they're going for a pretty hefty sum these days, too. So, anyway, it's it's a lens I'm glad I bought, and I love shooting with it. I'm going to ask you a geeky question, only like a shooter's ask. How many aperture blades are in it? How's the bokeh? <laughs> There's there are a, there's a bazillion aperture blades in that thing. I, I forgot One how bazillion. many there are, but there's a lot. There is a lot. And it's, 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 teen, it's a it? very it has a very smooth bokeh. And, Good donuts. Huh? Good bokeh donuts. Um, I got some images online, and, and uh, there might yeah. be some lights in the background. You might give it give it. Oh, it's a declicked aperture. It's a, yeah. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I was focusing with that. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, why, why would they leave 11 out? I'm just well, curious. If you paid more, did you, did you get 11? I don't know. You know, it, it's a uh, <laughs> this one doesn't go to 11. It doesn't go to 11. It goes to 16. Good yeah, yeah. Good one. <laughs> this one goes to 16. And of course, on the M2, it just you know it's a 50 millimeter lens, and it just yeah. the the, the frame lines click into place automatically, and you put the lens on. It's very nice. Um, it it definitely has that. They they went after the Summicron kind of look on yeah. the front of it. Um, is it is it, it chipped and everything too? Like, will it work on the Dig Leicas? I don't recall. Um, you film it? There? Yeah, there's film in there, but you can take it off. Okay. It's not. It's uh, this one. Yep. 
What other cameras would this chip. okay okay would, would this mount fit on it? Or is it just Leica? Just like an M mount, but of course, if you have um, cameras with M mount adapters, mm-hmm. you um, which you can find, you know, and it's going to be for the did shooters because they're the ones with the mirrorless cameras that can mount just about anything. Um, but uh, it's. It is a very nice. It's a hefty lens. It, yeah. it really. But when you're um, shooting with it, it feels good in the hand. It, it looks like it does not belong on there. <laughs> it needs to be, uh, you know, taped up. Yeah. yeah they like, actually have a silver version too. Looks nice. I can see John shooting with this in Montclair. Sure, I could. Do they make this lens in other mounts for different cameras? Just the, the, Just the, the Sony the, mount. The Sony oh, mount. Yeah. It's for mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Mirrorless dig. You're pleased with it, Mark? Yeah, I am, and and uh, I enjoy shooting with it. It's certainly I've I've got a few photographs up on Flickr. I think some of those I shot maybe at one point two or some like f one point two maybe. And? They were indoors, and uh, one of one of my um, crappy camera buddies, Bill Bressler, and uh, go Bill. I, I, it's a it's it's a good shot. So, uh, Mark, what uh, speed film is it? Uh, four hundred. Okay, hold on. You got HP five. Is it the photo you took of Bill Brett? Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. There it is. Holding the camera. I didn't recognize him without the cigar hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Awesome yeah. Luna Pro. Mm-hmm. Luna Pro. Let's see. At, uh, I'm shooting at... Uh, 60th of a second. Oh, it's at 60th of a second? Mm-hmm. At 60th of a second. Uh, what's the widest opening on that? 1.1. 1. I've never seen that before. At 60th of a second. Until a few minutes ago. Need yeah. to be at open. 1.1. 1. 1. Yep. Fire away, Holmes. Yep. Take a picture with Mark's permission, of course. Oh, yeah. Of Mark with his camera. Great. Which is great. Now, since I'm kind of far away and I'm wide open, will it be you pleasing? Gotta, dreamy. You've got to be dreamy. It'll be dreamy. Don't sneeze. I like the rangefinder action. It's really... Very pleasing. One, two, three. Yeah, once you're used to that, it's very hard to use. The shutter points. is very pleasing. Yeah. It's like a nice, it's a pleasing spine. click. Yeah. It's like a mermaid The M2 side. is a nice camera. I'm glad I have it. Thank you very much, Mark. Oh, I could borrow this. Because <laughs> I have an M2. Did you? I'd like I to do. thank everyone for joining us for this particular show. What show? Uh, you can write to us, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> There's a forum online on Flickr, Flickr.com. Seek out the group, Film Photography Podcast. Film Photography Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And that's it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. You sound like a oh, parrot. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> See you in two weeks. He shall look up Booyah! Wow! Tight, 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 yeah! Uh, blue, yellow, pink! Whatever, man, just give me One minute to go. That teller better not give me any trouble or else. I hope nothing's gone wrong. Now.
the string. Dance to that. Which one is created for? Yeah. 
Nice. Nice.